0: Hello, and welcome to another special edition of Camp Ridgers, the Dakota Rustler Show. I am your host, Daryl Rutt. Today's podcast is my commentary on last week's Republican presidential debate sans Trump. Now, if we could only eliminate both Trump and Biden from next year's election, which I do not want to see it ended up as, that would be great. I don't want to see it. I just don't want to see it. We need new blood in there. Sangre Nueva. New blood. However, before we get to that, please consider supporting the show. 85% of podcasters never make a single dollar in profits. They do a podcast because they enjoy it and they want to get their expertise or opinions out there. I am one of those 85%. I am retired. I do have a retirement fund, but it would be nice if I could at least break even doing this show. There are multiple ways you're going to help. First, subscribe it's free and it pushes me up in the rankings second visit dakota rustler.org there are links to help out financially you can click on buy me a coffee that's a simple one-time three dollar donation through paypal uh, four people doing this for per month with pay for my podcast site there's also a link for monthly support for as little as two dollars a month that's only 24 dollars a year need to get something physical in return click on my merchandise link you'll see sweatshirts t-shirts mugs hats my debut book the independent libertarian and more for both this show and the sponsor camp ridger with that i apologize for the lengthy promo and request session i hate doing those because sales just isn't my forte with that done let's get on with the show saddle up folks last week they had a debate it was wednesday evening But before I get into the details of the debate, first I want to say something to Fox News. Could you put the full replay on YouTube or otherwise make it available without having to log into a cable provider? Not everyone has cable. If you really care about the voters being informed, release it to everyone. It took me forever to find a full unedited version and you could get a fifth grader to host the debate too you had zero control the default should be all mics are off except for the person speaking and when that person's time is done you give him one warning at the second warning you cut off his mic it's simple it could be done so much better than what they are but i guess they love the arguing back and forth now let's get into the actual debate What do I regularly preach about on this show when it comes to foreign spending? Answer, quit spending money halfway around the world and spend it here and help our neighbors. So which candidate held up those two principles in the debate? There was only one, Vivek Ramaswamy. He was the only one who would not continue to waste money on Ukraine he is the only one that would cut off funds to an aggressive israel he too realizes that russia and israel are basically one in the same they are aggressors Russia invades Ukraine, and Israel constantly invades Palestine. Both have taken land that does not belong to them through the actions of war. Yet, the U.S. on one hand supports the aggressor Israel, while on the other hand supports those who are being attacked, Ukraine. It's hypocrisy. To DeSantis' credit, he did say we should spend less on Ukraine and force the EU to spend more, a statement that I have also made. None of the other candidates would cut foreign spending halfway around the world. They may not say it directly, but they all support the military-industrial complex. I believe it was Nikki Haley who made the statement that Israel doesn't need the U.S., the U.S. needs Israel. Is she serious? Israel could drop off the face of the map and the U.S. would be no worse for it. The only country we'd miss would be Taiwan, and that's only because they produce a majority of the world's semiconductors, and if we start making our own a lot more, they won't even become important. DeSantis even stated he'd send the military into New Mexico to stop drug trafficking. Seriously? (laughs) He didn't add that we'd have to do so with the Mexican president's approval, who next year will not be Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. Our next president will have a new Mexican president to deal with. I won't get into my view on drugs in detail, but most of you probably know I support legalization. It would eliminate most of the cartel's involvement here in America, it would help guarantee the quality of drugs, meaning far fewer laced with lethal chemicals, and it could be taxed to pay for addiction treatment. Pence seemed to be proud of the fact that the Trump administration increased military spending to keep us safe. What a load of BS. Defending two-bit countries halfway around the world is not keeping us safe. It's keeping them safe, and I say that jokingly. We kicked out the Taliban in Afghanistan so they could be ruled by, yeah, the Taliban. Hutchinson was the only candidate who stated he wanted to reduce federal employment. He wanted a 10% reduction in federal jobs, except, yeah, for the military so yes the republicans are still warmongers what else do i regularly talk about on this show answer eliminating the federal education department three candidates claim to want to do so surprisingly at least in my mind pence was one of them the other two are ramaswamy and borgham Borgham went so far as to say, as I do in my book, one-size-fits-all solutions are not the answer to education. What works in New York will not work in North Dakota, where he is from, and vice versa. Many of them inferred, as I do, that school should teach facts, not moral and ethical social issues. I agree. Teach facts and that the moral and social issues to the parents teachers are not your child's parents you are it needs to be separate Haley by the way seemed to be very pro school personally I'd like to see government schools disappear and all kids go to private school or get home school. the competition would lower cost in the long run and most people would be able to afford it without government assistance what else do I preach I preached that all fuel should be used to solve and feed America's energy needs. And while I think most of the candidates have that viewpoint, Ramaswamy was the only candidate who emphasized that viewpoint. He is for coal, gas, nuclear, you name it. So am I. The wind does not always blow, the sun does not always shine, and if there are droughts the lakes and rivers don't even always flow. On a note most will disagree with... Ramaswamy also stated that the climate crisis is a hoax. I need more detail on what his opinion really is. While I do agree that the planet is warming, as it has for the last 10,000 years, I don't believe mankind is the major cause. I have debunked a lot of the hysteria in past podcasts. Droughts aren't getting more numerous or worse. Floods aren't getting more numerous or worse. When adjusted for inflation and population growth, Droughts and floods are no more damaging than they have been in the past. This is one area in which Ramaswamy received some booze. In fact, he received quite a lot of them on global warming. Also, related to climate change, Haley brought up the point that while America has cut per capita carbon footprint in half, China pollutes more and more. India pollutes more and more. What good does it do us to eliminate pollution if they just cancel out our reductions with their increases or even add to it? When it comes to abortion, most candidates are anti-abortion. However, Borgham seemed to be the lone candidate who mentioned the Constitution and that the issue is reserved to each individual state. However, I didn't hear him make that argument on any other issue. You shouldn't be able to just pick and choose. So I see that as a convenient way to avoid the issue on whether he's for it or not. Not a single candidate brought up the science in abortion. How do biologists define life? I bring that up in my book. Politicians should not get to make that choice. Lawyers should not get to make that choice. Nor should somebody who simply doesn't want a child because she didn't keep her legs closed. Pardon, that, pardon me for being brutal there. You know, granted some happen because of the rape issue. But that's less than 1% of all abortions. Ramaswamy did not have an opportunity to answer that question. Pence kept bringing up God, but so did Scott. It looked like they were trying to out-Jesus each other. That's fine and dandy. However, the First Amendment requires a separation of church and state. While it's okay for a president to be religious and a believer in a supreme being, it's not okay for him or her to enforce their moral code on the rest of the nation. In most of my experiences in life, I have found most non-believers to be just as ethical as any Bible-thumper out there. Belief in God is not going to give you my vote. Advancing freedom and spending my tax money wisely will get you my vote. Borgum, like Ramaswamy, has been a business owner in the past. I like this. While I'm not a Trump fan, I did like the fact that he seemed to want to run America more like a business than a social experiment. I want a president who takes the emotion out of politics and inserts a capitalistic, work-hard-and-be-rewarded atmosphere. Scott mentioned that he wanted to bring jobs back to America. Great, so do I. But he didn't mention how he would go about doing that. When manufacturers are required to meet minimum wage, health care regulations, and a whole slew of other rules, it's extremely difficult to compete against a country that pays $20 a day to its workers if that goes to any clothing retailer if you need proof. Hardly anything is made here. How are you going to bring those jobs back? If you're a libertarian or at least have libertarian ideals and you watch this first debate, Ramaswamy almost has to be your choice for the GOP candidate. It's also expected, though it's way too early, that if Trump for one reason or another doesn't or can't run, a lot of his support will switch over to Ramaswamy. In addition, it seemed as though Pence and Christie were spending a lot of time trying to bring him down. Christie even called him a skinny chat GPT, to which Scott called him out on being childish. You know, I had no idea that Ramaswamy was such a threat. The one thing I did What I didn't like about Ramaswamy is he does have connections to big pharma, specifically GlaxoSmithKline, and you know what I think of big pharma. They won't be happy until every American is on a drug of some type. So, yes, I will continue to watch the debates as they occur. Perhaps I'll try to live stream the next one or at least record the whole thing with occasional commentary. I will be particularly interested in what Ramaswamy has to say to see if he continues to match a lot of my viewpoints on issues. If he does and yeah, I may temporarily switch over to Republican just to vote for him in the primary. But then again, by the time South Dakota's get the vote in a primary, everything has usually been, been determined already. With that, I have one more announcement to make before I call it a podcast. The next three weeks of podcast are all tentative. I know I'm going to miss at least one and perhaps two in the middle of September. Next week is Labor Day weekend, so it too may be a shortened edition. Season 4 will officially start on September 26th. Stay posted to DakotaRustler.org for more information, and don't forget to contribute while you are there. Thank you. You know the mantra. Question authority and always be free. Thank you.